morning, encouragers. Welcome to the Encourage Her podcast. Season three is here. Holy girl summer. Welcome to a summer full of developing habits to become more holy. Let's not worry so much about the exterior this summer. Let's focus on our interior. Let's be whole and healthy. I can't wait to get started. Welcome to season three. Good morning, encouragers. It's Joe. Happy Monday. I hope this morning is greeting you with a restful body, a peaceful mind, an excited spirit. I hope you had some time this weekend to rest. You know, I really believe in a Sunday Sabbath. So I pray that this Monday morning, you took time yesterday to Sabbath, which means taking time to set it apart. We've talked about holiness all summer, and Sunday truly is meant to be the holy day. Now, some of you might be saying, Joe, I work on Sunday, right? Well, what and how do you do Sabbath? How do you rest? How do you show up well so when you start a new Monday, you're at your best? You're rested. You've focused in on what's most important. You've taken time with God, maybe family. How does that look in your life? I don't know, and I don't know when it falls, but I'm coming off a great Sabbath myself and feeling good this Monday. So I'm encouraging you um, at the beginning of this podcast to remember the Sabbath. God himself, right, created the world in six days and took the seventh day to rest. He did that to model that we need that, okay? So I'm praying that if you didn't Sabbath this weekend, that you begin the process of putting a Sabbath into place, whether that's Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, you work your Sabbath, ladies, into your schedule because it is important and God gave it to us and it helps us pursue holiness. So this morning, we're not actually going to be talking about Sabbath. We're going to be talking about big, living big. So I am someone who I've just always loved expressions and they kind of intrigue me. Like where did that expression come from? Especially like really obscure expressions that maybe you find yourself saying and you think to yourself, why do I even say that? Like, what does that even mean? I love that. And I've become aware there's like coffee table books about this. There are people that write books about this. So I'm not alone in this interest of expressions. Super random, I know, but hang with me. So sometimes I'll just say something and then I'll think to myself, why did I just say that? Like, do again, do I even know what that expression means? And why would I say that in this moment? This week I had a moment like that. My sister-in-law was thinking about visiting us for the day. And then she remembered that she had her, her pool was being finished. And she sent me a picture of her pool. And she was joking because it's a large pool. She has five kids, a beautiful big backyard, and is building this gorgeous pool. And she was sarcastically saying small pool, because that's a big pool. And I instantly, without even thinking said, go big, or go home. And she just laughed. And you know, we moved on from the text. A little while later, I was thinking about what I texted her and I was like, go big or go home. 
what does that even mean? I mean, I get the idea, right? Like, if you're going to do it, do it big, right? Um, And that's kind of what I meant with her is like, good for you, right? Like, you're going to build a pool, you're doing it right. Um, That's so fun. Just, you know, excited for her. Um, But when I thought about the expression, I started thinking about it. And I was like, I don't really know, you know, why I use that expression. Like, do I really believe in that? Um, mentality. And this has nothing to do with my sister-in-law's pool, but it just got me thinking about that idea, right? Like go big. And what does that even really mean? So I took some, some time just to process it because I'm weird like that, guys. You know this at this point. If you've listened to more than one podcast, you know that I'm weird about words and that I like to think about them. And I think it's impactful and purposeful and worth your time to process a little bit. So that's what I was doing. Just thinking about it. And I was, you know, I do some of my best processing while I'm doing something else. So I'm doing the dishes or I'm doing my makeup or doing my hair, something kind of mindless. Laundry, you know, is a great place for me to process. So I'm doing something mindless and I'm thinking about it. And I hear the Lord say something to me. He says, it's not go big or go home. It's go big until you go home. Until you go home. And it just flipped the script for me. I was like, okay, what does that mean? Go big until you go home. Now, I know our ultimate home is in heaven. I do believe that God created humankind, right? He created us in the image of God. Adam and Eve were the first. Um, And then there was a fall. You know, we fell away from the Lord. And we are living now in a broken world, being held and chased and loved by God still. But there's brokenness. And we have sin. You know, we make bad choices. We get out of step with what God wants for us. But he had a big plan. And he has big purpose for each of us. And we are going home. There is a second home. There is a once again. There is a restored Eden. For those of us who believe, we believe, right, in God the Father. We believe in Christ the Son. We believe in the Holy Spirit, right? Our God is three in one. Those are lyrics from a song. You might have heard it. If we believe that, then that means that we believe that the heaven is coming. So this earthly time we're living right now, um, it's just super temporary and it's important and we're learning things and we're meant to be here. He has us here for a reason because he wants us to spread hope, right? And be the hands and feet of God. So we have purpose here on this earth. It's not a waste of time. He's using it, but we're also going somewhere. This is not the end. So we have a home at the end of this journey, right? Called life on earth. Um, But he wants us to live big. And I don't mean that you have to have a big pool, okay? It's awesome if you can have a big pool. That's wonderful. I love pools. That's not what I'm talking about. How can we live big for Jesus in our day? in our day-to-day, in our moment-to-moment, how can we live big until we get home? So I was thinking about this word big, 
And I looked up, of course, right, the definition. And you see some, you know, silly definitions like larger sizes or something like that. Or um, showing great enthusiasm, like a big expression, right? But there's a form of the word big. The British form of the word big in the verb tense, okay? So if you use the word big as a verb in the British form, it is actually translated as praise. How cool is that? Praise is the definition for big. How amazing. Praise. And it says here, or recommend something highly, right? You're praising something. You're saying, wow, I think so much of this. It's so big to me. It should be so big to you that I'm emphasizing it in such a big way that you know that it's something I'm recommending, that I'm praising this thing. So that was interesting to me. And I was thinking, how am I doing that in my life, right? I'm called to disciple. That means I'm called to share truth with the people in my life, the people I encounter throughout my day, right? Encourage her is all about encouraging the woman next to you, the woman in front of you, the woman behind you. So in your day, how are you living big for Jesus? That doesn't mean that you're going to have a stage presence. That doesn't mean that you will be a pastor that travels the world and knows the Bible verbatim. Okay? Some of us think like living big for God means churchy work. (laughs) And I work in a church, so I can say that. Like churchy stuff, right? I have to be a pastor. I have to be a nun. I have to be a holy, holy person. No, we're actually all meant to be pursuing holiness. We're all invited to grow and become more like Jesus. And we're all entitled and accepted and encouraged to live an exceedingly abundant life. We have access to that. We have access to that. And it says in the Bible that he will do exceedingly abundantly more in your life than you could ever imagine. And we're meant to live big everywhere we go. So I'm like, okay, practically speaking, what does this look like? So I want to just kind of like categorize a few types of women, right? You might not fall into these categories, but just to give you examples of how maybe we can live big for Jesus in our day-to-day moments. Because just like holiness can feel unattainable, living big for Jesus in your everyday can feel unattainable. How do I do that? Who am I to do that? Well, guess what? You're chosen. You're beloved. You're a child of God. That's who you are. So you can do it. So I was thinking of a few categories of women, as I said, and I'm thinking of a mother. Motherhood is hard. I have four kids. It's exhausting, right? I'm just being honest. I love my children. I have a a sweet friend named Aline. She calls them my little cherubs. (laughs) They don't always act like cherubs, right? Like I love them dearly and they are blessings and gifts from God. And am I loving them big? Am I showing them the big love that God has for them through my actions? If I'm meant to be the hands and feet of Jesus, 
and show the tremendous amount of love that God has for me and for them through my actions? Am I doing that with my children? Now, I'm not saying to be a perfect mother because you're human. I'm human. But am I loving them big? Am I doing it so well until I go home? Will my children say, she loved me well? That's challenging, right? She loved me well. She loved me big. And she taught me that God loves me big. What about a wife? Are you a wife? Do you have a husband? Are you loving him big? Are you showing up big for him? Right? God wants us to love people. He literally commanded us to love God and then love others as we love ourselves. That's challenging. That's hard. But we can do that. These are ways, these are day-to-day choices we can make to live big, right? Praising God, showing people who we adore through our actions and our bigness in love. Love is our greatest call. Love is our greatest command. It's it. Faith, hope, and love, right? As it says in Corinthians 13. So now there's faith, there's hope, and love. Abide in these three. But the greatest of these is love. That's what he said. The greatest thing we can do is love others. So if you're a mom, if you're a wife, what if you're a friend? What if you're not married, you don't have kids, but you're a friend? Do you have friends you can love big on? Right? Don't settle for just like, living life together and getting by, right? We're in COVID. There's a lot of hard things going on. Are you the friend that kind of just co-commiserates with her and just kind of says, yeah, girl, I get it, but doesn't like love her big enough to say, hey, but guess what? There's more, right? What about your family, your family members, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your cousins? Do you love big in the people that God has given you. He chose your place. He chose your people. Are you loving them big and showing them your big God through your actions? Now, what about the stranger? That's harder, right? Do you love the stranger? How about when you check out at the grocery store? Are you kind to the cashier? Are you looking her or him in the eye and saying, hey, Susie, how's your day? She's a child of God, guys. Are you loving her big? What about the foreigner? Right in the Bible, it says the sojourner, the foreigner. I learned a lot about the vine this year. Um, Chasing Vines by Beth Moore. Couldn't recommend the study more. Do it. Read it. It's an amazing book. Chasing Vines is also a book that you can read. And Beth talks a lot about the vineyard. But she emphasizes the end, which is the harvest. And the things that we're learning about God, the love we've received from God, the fruitfulness we've gained from our time in following Jesus is meant to be shared. Just like when a vineyard harvests the fruit, they share it with the community around them. They share it with the workers that are on the land. They come together and they celebrate and they share it. Are you sharing the bigness of God that you know about? with others that you don't know. How are you doing that? Right? How are you doing that? And that's challenging. And I understand that. And maybe not everybody has a podcast. Not everybody has a TV show or a blog. You might not be feel led to do any of those things. 
But when you see someone struggling in public, are you, are you tenderhearted? Do you notice them? Do you pray big for them? Right now in the world, right, we have Af- Afghanistan going on. We have displaced people. Does it break your heart in a big way when you see that? Are you praying big for them? Right? Are you living big joy? Are you living big fun? Are you living big care for others? There's so much to living big, ladies, and we're missing it. We're missing a lot of it while we get caught up in our tasks and our honeydews and our little routines, and I'm as guilty as the next person about this. I want to stop and I want to live big. That's what I want to do through God right? The bigness of God. I have the power to do that. And so do you. So I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how this challenges you. Where in your life are you living small? Where are you settling? Where are you just saying, you know what? Status quo is fine. That's good for me. Where do you feel called? And you're not choosing to step into that bigness because you're nervous, right? You're not trusting God enough with this big dream or this big decision. Trust God. If he's called you to it, he'll equip you for it. If he's asked you to pray for it and he, you believing that you're going to receive it, you'll not only receive it, but you'll be blessed by it. Just trust me and live big girl. I want to hear from you girls today. I want to hear from you. I want you to comment on my posts today and I want to hear where are you living small and what do you want to walk big into? Where are you living big and you want to keep living big for God? We're not called to live small. Let's go big until we go home. We have a job to do, right? We're not here just to work and make money and eat food. We're here to save the world, That might feel heavy this Monday morning, but I hope it encourages you and excites you instead. When you're heading off to work this morning, you're going into that little cubicle, you're meant to save the people around you. And it's not about you, it's God through you. So let's pray. Let's ask him to help us live big, to have the big courage, the big love, the big heart that he has for others. To have eyes to see the need and big time love people. All right, ladies, I'm so excited you tuned in this morning. As I said, I'd love to hear you. I'd love to hear from you. How are you hearing this? Share it with me. It blesses me to hear from you. And then share it with her. Who do you feel like needs this message? Share it with her. Thank you so much for all you've done for this mission, ladies. Get out into the world and choose to be a woman who encourages today. Happy Monday. Get on your Monday. Love it, live it, live big this Monday. Love to you all. I'll see you again next week. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I pray it encouraged you. And now get out there and be a woman who encourages her. Did you think of someone while you listened to this podcast? Share it with her. Help us spread the mission. You can also go onto our website, www.encourageher.net, to find resources and even apparel to help you encourage her. Have a fantastic Monday, and we'll see you again next week.